super, super, super excited to help you. I think this is going to be a really great resource for, in this case, my Aries Divine Feminine in figuring out practical everyday scenarios of how you are chasing your divine masculine and what it looks like because I know we hear it a lot in readings and we hear it a lot in our twin flame community and and we use the word chasing but what does it look like for someone with your sun sign okay and then on the second part I'm going to dig into what is it that that makes you as a divine feminine so attractive and appealing to them to your masculine right and I want you to pay attention to the lessons I want you to start thinking about what it is you need to balance and then I also want to think about you to think about how you're mirroring these things back to your divine masculine if there's an imbalance there that's when he's going to run okay so super super excited about it let's get into it So my Divine Feminine Aries, these are some of the ways that um, chasing shows up and these are some of the reasons why you might be in a karmic cycle. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be a karmic relationship. I'm just going to say it's a karmic cycle. It's a purge that it's, it's something that you need to purge out of your relationship so that you can ascend. Okay. So with an Aries, they're, you're known to get what you want, okay? So um, I've talked about sometimes you'll stay in a relationship and you'll stay in a third-party situation because you want to win and you get what you want. But you're going to have to pay attention to what it is you want at the end of the day, okay? Now, when you're attracted to someone, you'll throw yourself at him, right? That has very much to do with Aries, they're very driven and they go for what they want in both male and female. It's very strong, right? But you need to balance what it means as a feminine to go after what you want, especially when it comes to your masculine. Uh, For you, chasing (laughs) your masculine, it's a game for you. It's a thrill, And for you, it's all about the capture. Um, So you're going to want to pay attention to that. I I don't want to judge you and confine you, but I want you to kind of think about how this can be playing a role in how your relationship is unfolding. Uh, For you, it's all about the beginning of a relationship. So I want you to pay attention to that too. Um, What I've been saying repetitively throughout my podcast is give these relationships and who you're talking to, who these masculines that you're talking to, give it three months, give it six months, give it nine months before you start to become intimate, before you start to commit and and really make yourself vulnerable to them. And so if you find yourself always falling in love quickly and easily and you like the thrill and the chase, um, pay attention to how quickly you're falling in love or falling for someone and recognize that a part of it, one of the things you're going to have to, to learn to overcome is having it just be about the beginning, 
right? You're going to have to learn to be in this for the long term, for the long run, and pay attention to how things end, begin, and how they end. Another thing that comes up for the Aries is because you like the thrill and the chase, you have a propensity to stalk. So with that, you're going to be looking into everything they do. You're going to be checking their social media, checking their, you know, who they're with, when they're, you know, what they're doing, and you're going to become obsessive more so about what's going on in their life versus what's going on with your life. So you're going to want to pay attention to that. Okay. For you, the Aries Divine Feminine, for you, it's about the challenge. Okay. And I want you to think about how this spills over into other areas of your life, but Pay attention to the things that you're willing to do to chase your divine masculine and then think about maybe you should be redirecting that energy into your career, to your finances, into your family, into your friends, okay? Here's a red flag and here's an indicator that you have some inner work that you need to do. If he's more aloof, meaning that he's standoffish from you, he might start ghosting you and start running, the more intrigued you are. And you're going to have to sit down and figure out why is someone that's not showing me interest make me want to chase them more? You know, figure out what that means. And maybe something happened to you in your childhood or a previous relationship, but something along the way makes you feel that the more somebody distances themselves from you the more intriguing it comes to you and so now you can explore what the attachment issues are or abandonment issues right and you're going to want to balance that out one of the things i want to communicate as i do these is when you look at your natal chart and you look at um your sun sign your venus your moon sign your rising sign you are not confined to the traits that come with these signs. Remember that um, we have these soul contracts of things that we want to come here and learn and, and master, right? So you're not, just because this is something that shows up in your sign doesn't mean that, you know, you have to fall a victim to it. This is the opportunity for you to be a victor, to overcome it, to challenge it. To, to, to face the challenge head on. Okay. Uh, this is an example of strong mirroring. I love this. Okay. This is where strong mirroring comes into play for you and your divine masculine. If he's loyal, you're loyal back. If he's unfaithful, you are too. And I thought that was fascinating because, um, you're going to want to pay attention to just because he's cheating doesn't mean you should cheat. I talk a lot about being loyal to yourself. Um, with that being said, I think it's fascinating. I think that um, when we talk about karma, if you were that person who was just here avenging what it feels to be cheated on for the masculines out there on behalf of us rest divine feminines, then kudos to you. Um, but I want you to pay attention to not being so quick to just cheat because he cheats and staying in a relationship, right? Um, okay. What else do we have here? 
Yeah, so I just thought that was beautiful. There's a very strong marrying component. Whatever your divine masculine does, you're going to marry that back to them very strongly. And you don't have a problem marrying back their negative aspects, but be careful with that. Okay? Um, another negative trait that can, can, can come up is that you can come across as domineering. So pay attention to that. This is how people perceive you, right? People, and especially if it's your divine counterpart, he can view you as domineering. And you want to think about, is that really a feminine trait that you want to keep in your, as a part of your personality? Another thing is jealousy and possessiveness. Now, you're a little bit different than the other divine feminines because jealousy uh, the, the core root for the most part of jealousy is based out of insecurity, you know, and wishing that you were as pretty as the other person and wishing that you were as successful as other people. No, with you, with the Aries Divine Feminine, you are jealous and possessive because you want to be number one. Okay, for you, it's all about you being number one. I low key kind of really like that because I think some of us need to be a little bit, in a sense, narcissistic and be so offended. How like to think that this other person, you know, why can't you love me? You should be able to love me. I'm the most amazing thing that happened. But you want to be um, pay attention to that. Make sure that you have your checks and balances in place. That you're not narcissistic, and pay attention to. Um, the idea that you know the jealousy and the possessiveness with jealousy and possessiveness you don't own the other person they have a free will and one of the things that came up here too was that you don't really like if your divine masculine has a lot of other things going on and so if he's you know busy with sports and work and going to the gym and working on his career in addition to having you in his life then it might be upsetting to you but you've got to learn to self-pacify for yourself Um, as I'm saying this I think it's beautiful because in some ways your divine masculine is going to mirror to you what it means to have other things outside of just a relationship and I hope that they're healthy, but he's going to mirror to you how to have other things outside of you. Because one of the things with um, Aries Divine Feminine is for you, a relationship is all or nothing. So that means you're very laser focused on you and him. And, you know, it's kind of like, if you move, I move. Um, wherever you are, I'm going to be. And it's like, you need to learn to have more balance in your life um, and be able to to have other fun things going on in your life just besides your partner, okay? Another thing, if you don't feel loved, you can tend to become shrill and demanding. So shrill is kind of, it sounds exactly like the way that the word sounds. You are like nagging and 
your voice starts to screech and I want you to think about how this is coming across when they start to run right anytime they start to run you're most likely going to be in this energy you start to be shrill and demanding and um and now you're out of your feminine and that's when they start to run and that's when things start to become stagnant you're going to need to explore what it means to Communicate what it is that you want. Make sure that you're not overbearing. And the opposite of shrill really is feminine and soft-spoken and assertive. Um, Yeah, let's leave that there. Another thing you'll want to pay attention to is that when you're in deep, you know, when you're quote-unquote in love, you'll do anything that he asks. And you'll want to pay attention to who you're submitting to and stay true to what is in alignment with your higher self? So um, you're going to want to look at why you're compromising. There's going to be healthy circumstances where you compromise. Um, I think in the twin flame relationship, in most healthy relationships, the man is the one who leads. So you are going to at some point have to learn, you know, Submitting to you is not a problem, but I, th- I think you're going to have to pay attention to what you're saying yes to. Just keep that in the back of your mind. Another thing to be aware of is you like to be complimented. I think that's pretty sweet. I think that's cute. What woman, what divine feminine doesn't like to be complimented? If you tell me that you think I'm pretty, for the most part, I don't like a lot of that attention from a lot of different energies but if I'm hearing that from my divine masculine oh I will light up I'm butter up the what what do you want from me do you want you know what do you want on your pancakes do you want to get you something do you want to get you some orange juice what (laughs) so with Aries you love to be complimented but the thing I want you to be uh, cautious about is Pay attention to if people are being insincere, the same way that you're learning about yourself, other people are learning about you, and there are people who are manipulative, and I'm going to tell you the same resources that I'm reading, somebody can pick it up and say, oh, I'm dating a uh, Aries Divine Feminine, and one of the things that they put in there is, if you want to convince a uh, Aries, you don't... You don't tell them the idea. You make them think it's their idea. So pay attention to that. If, if, If they're kind of complimenting you and buttering you up before they plant an idea in your head, you're going to want to pay attention to how you're being manipulated, right? Um... Okay, another thing is that you um, love to problem solve, and that has pros and cons, but because we're talking about the cons right now, I'm going to talk about the red flags. This is another um, area where you might feel the need to fix him, and that's going to be a big no-no, not only on the Divine Feminine journey, but for you as an Aries Divine Feminine. Yes, you're, one of your strengths and one of your divine gifts is to give advice and to help people problem solve, but not to the point where you're taking water on your boat. So um, it's one of those things where don't take on other people's 
um, burdens into your boat and put the water into your boat to the point that you now drown yourself and now your your ship is sinking and now you're both down for the count okay um learn to serve know that it's a part of your mission but not just with your divine masculine but with other areas of your life know to keep a healthy distance and separation okay so i'm balancing good and bad your strengths are you problem solve but learn not to make them the problems your own and especially when it comes to your intimate relationships with a, a masculine that um, now you're trying to fix him. Only he can want to fix himself. Only he can either take the advice and um, want to make himself a better person. But at the end of the day, you are, it's not up to you to stick around and, and um, try to make this person better. That's between God, their, their higher self and them wanting to be a better person. Oh, this one. I put next to this one, I put the emoji face where where it's showing its teeth and it's kind of like, <laughs> like, ooh, you're in trouble. This is this one. It says you don't like to take orders. This one, I talked earlier about how. Um, OK, you don't like to take orders. OK, so there's the pros and cons if if you really feel that you're in love with someone you'll do anything that they ask but um it's a little different than saying you don't like to take orders um and i think the language around this is you want to pay attention to how you respond to leadership how are you responding to authority and just make sure it's balanced. Again, um, I recognize that there's different scenarios, different relationships, different roles, but pay attention to how you respond to um, taking orders and why you respond to taking orders from certain people and why you don't like it in other areas. Okay, just pay attention to that. Yeah, so I already addressed that part. Now let's get into the pros of being a divine feminine Aries. Okay, so as I was putting together the notes for this, I absolutely love the Aries divine feminine. Um, because as we go through these, one of the strongest divine feminine traits I like to keep bringing up and up and over and over again is magnetism. And if anyone has it, you definitely have that. Okay, so let's get into it. For my Aries divine feminine, this these are the things that your divine masculine and other masculines are going to absolutely fall in love with you about and they're going to fall head over heels in love with you for this and these are the areas that I hope you love yourself for this is how people perceive you perceive you okay as an Aries divine feminine you are irresistible and because you have a 
aura of being irresistible. Your masculine is left with no choice but to be moved by you. I think that's so beautiful. I love that it's up here at the top. It's at the top at number one. When we talk about a masculine chasing you and going after what they want, it's like at your healthiest version of yourself, when you've mastered this, it's like he's going to be drawn to you and that is how you move a masculine. That's so, (laughs) I'm a little bit sentimental. That is so beautiful to me because I think it's every woman's desire to know that we can evoke um, something out of a divine masculine to where they're drawn to us. And this is how you do it, right? It's We don't evoke them wanting to be with us by chasing them and hunting them down. We evoke it by being irresistible. Okay, so I want you to just explore ways that you have are irresistible and model what that looks like for the rest of us to find feminines. I'm here for it. And look for ways to be irresistible in your relationship with your divine counterpart. Um, one of the things is that, okay, this is how your divine counterpart can mirror things back to you. Earlier I said that um, if your masculine is aloof, it makes you more intrigued about about him. But in this scenario, I think that your divine masculine is going to demonstrate to you how to be aloof so that you can be the mysterious one, right? So I imagine this will trigger the heck out of you because if it's if it's in your personality to chase someone the more that they distance from you you want to chase i want you to stop in your tracks take a step back and look at the ways that he's being aloof is he taking a little bit longer to respond to your phone calls is he kind of coy with the way he answers to you um kind of maybe flirtatious and joking but charming and kind of evading the questions but but in a playful way, you know? Um, And so then you need to sit back and think about, wait, I'm chasing him. He should be chasing me. Let me do that back to him. And this is actually kind of funny as I'm saying this. But remember earlier, I said that one of the cons is if he's loyal, you're loyal. If he's unfaithful, you're unfaithful and this is one area where this can work to your advantage if he's aloof you be aloof because now you're reversing the um your your what is it is it called reversing the tables (laughs) you're turning the tables you're turning the tables and now if he's being aloof you be aloof and you learn what that means and now you can turn things around to where he's chasing you okay Um, another thing is that you like equality and the only thing I would caution here is I want to encourage you to look at things more in terms of duality because I think there's a difference between equality and duality you are not a man you are not a divine masculine there and that's where 
duality comes in. Um, I think that's going to be a really big theme I want to hit home in a lot of my podcasts too. We have been taught in this world there is only one. And then because there's only one, now we're wanting to be equal and meaning that we're the same. And so when you talk about male and female, now we're fighting to be the same at work. We want the same wages. We want the same jobs. We want the same... Um, we want to be recognized as being equal but at the end of the day I think in a spiritual realm there's the yin and the yang and there's male and female and they both have a role and it's very complementary to have both so I want you to explore what it means to not be equal to the divine masculine but to balance it and to recognize that he is going to have strengths as a masculine he's going to be the leader and the action taker and um, you're going to be the divine feminine in terms of being magnetic and receptive and the incubator of ideas and creativity okay so I love that I love that I think a divine masculine could and should love that you want to be right up there with them and be equal to them okay another area where there's really strong marrying oh I had said this before if he's loyal you're loyal um if he's not you aren't either and in a sense this is good because um in a sense mm, it's good in the sense that if he is a defined masculine at, at his highest you're going to be mirroring all of that great stuff back so you want to pay attention to who you're falling in love with if he's a karmic and he has you know if, if he's an alcoholic now you're becoming an alcoholic but if if your divine masculine is going to the gym doing the best he can in his career has healthy communication style and you're mirroring that back that's great Another thing that's beautiful about the Aries Divine Feminine is you love to share. You love sharing everything. And I hope your Divine Masculine loves and appreciates this about you. Um, And this is one way that you mirror back to your Divine counterpart, but also in other areas of your life. You love to share and later on I'm going to talk about the different things you like to share another thing about the divine feminine Aries is that you love long-term relationships but I want you to pay attention to are you staying in a long-term relationship just because it's a comfort zone and maybe you're staying in something that's toxic and stagnant you know and um when we talk about long-term relationships, uh, I want you to kind of pay attention to, are you repeating these cycles over and over where you're kind of stuck, but you're not progressing? And so now you have these long-term toxic relationships where you're in separation, out of separation for years, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 years, um, but you're, it's not going anywhere. So I wanted you to pay attention to if you're compromising to be in a long-term relationship because it's something you love versus making sure that it's healthy and balanced and growing and moving forward. Okay, now let's get into the divine feminine traits. These are the things I love about you. These are the things your masculine is going to love about you. These are the things that your co-workers, your children, your 
parents, your siblings, your cousins, people that you come across the street, these are the things they're going to love about you. Um, So the first one is more intimate, but you're highly affectionate, okay? You love to just put the kisses on them, put the hugs on them. You don't have a problem doing that. And I think that's beautiful, especially for Divine Feminine. You're a demonstrative lover, okay? So um, this is very a very important element. I know... I don't want to make this one about me, but I will I will say this. It's beautiful as a divine feminine characteristic because in a sense, a divine masculine does look to the woman and how she puts out her emotions. And this is beautiful to reflect them back to them, how to demonstrate that you love someone. And um, I'm always going to encourage you to look at the five love languages. And this is how you can enhance how you demonstrate your love. Um, You can, you know, demonstrate to them by acts of service, words of affirmation, gifts of love, spending quality time. And I always forget the fifth one. One day I'll get all five of them. But this is something so beautiful to have mirrored back to you. And I really hope your Divine Masculine appreciates that about you. And I think it's also important when you talk about being demonstrative with your children is huge. I think that a lot of us have our quirks because our mom and dad didn't know how to show us love. So again, that is a very beautiful divine feminine quality to have. I love it. I absolutely love it. The other thing is that you are able to exude sexuality and magnetism. So like I said, magnetism is one of my favorite divine feminines to talk about. It's like the idea that you can draw people in and pull them in. And it's just so powerful to me. So take that and run with it, okay? Um, Another reason why we love you and why um, a, a positive defined feminine quality is that you are your counterpart's biggest ally. Ally. <laughs> you are your counterpart's biggest ally, meaning that you're kind of... Um, I'm going to say ride or die, but I'm kind of in the stage where I'm saying why I need to know where we're going and why I have to die. But in the sense that you're down there in the trenches with them, that you are there to fight with him alongside him. So when you talk about the warrior, if you, your divine masculine is a warrior, you're a warrioress. You're right there with him, you know, and you are um, encouraging him. And another trait about the Aries Divine Feminine is you have so much innate strength and determination. When I say innate, it's so it's so strong a part of who you are. You have so much strength and determination that you now impart this to your masculine and to other people along you. You, when we talk about sharing, you have so much of it within you, but you're you're willing to give the strength and determination to them to not give up, to fight, go out there and, and kick their butt and show them what you're made of. I love that. The other thing that a 
is great about you, Divine Feminine Aries, is you're ambitious. Okay? So you're mirroring back to other people what it means to be ambitious. And because I'm talking to Divine Feminines, sometimes we're ambitious and we're just chasing relationships and we're chasing our masculine. But what does it mean to be ambitious in your career? What does it mean to be ambitious in being the best version of yourself? What does it mean to be ambitious about raising our children to be the best versions of themselves? What does it mean to be ambitious about your health? You know, and being fit and eating healthy. Okay, so I want you to pay attention to that. Another thing that I personally love about the Divine Feminine Aries is you do not tolerate being ignored and neglected. Kudos to you. Um, I mentioned earlier, part of the reason is you feel that you should be number one and you want to have balance on that. You don't want to be narcissistic, but I think the rest of us Divine Feminines can stand to learn from you. You don't like to be ignored and, and neglected. So, um, none of us should have to accept that behavior at the end of the day, right? Uh, What I want you to pay attention to is that how do you handle when that happens? Um, One, do not chase. (laughs) And then the next thing, pay attention to how you self-pacify. How do you, what are the coping mechanisms that you have in place if you're being ignored and tolerated? I love that you're not accepting it, but what do you do as a result of that? Okay, so if you're another divine feminine sign and you're listening into this, take a lesson from the Aries divine feminine. Do not tolerate being ignored and neglected. And it's one thing to have space. But the words, I think, ignored and neglected um, speak to higher, more toxic volumes. Um, Neglected is kind of like when somebody goes to you, it is a form of neglect because they're not um, telling you that they need space and how much space they're going to need. And um, when you talk about in terms of a baby or a child, When you talk about neglect, it means you're just exiting their space and you're not paying attention to how they feel and and some of the consequences that come with that, you know? And I don't think any one of us should ever accept being um, neglected. So kudos to you. Love that. Another good thing and another feminine trait about divine feminine Aries is you're really good at explaining things in an exciting way and one of the divine feminine traits is that of a teacher and an instructor in many ways you are your child's first teacher not only their first love but their first teacher and you are the one that is um past because when you think about divine feminine there's wisdom wisdom is associated with um, a divine feminine and so you have the ability to impart to to pass on this knowledge and you have an exciting way of doing it you know so especially when you're dealing with children it's like you want to 
make them feel like, yay, this is so much fun. Woo. You know, that's, I know it sounds childish, but it's like you make things exciting. And I love that, you guys, when I tell you, let me, let me go find me an Aries um, Divine Feminine. <laughs> Where are you at? <laughs> right? I love that. Um, and so that means that if you're at work, just know that you can harness this to make yourself um, stand out in the spotlight that one of your strengths is you can get up there, give a presentation, and you're educating them and explaining things to them, but it's exciting and you can you can bet your bottom dollar on that, that they think that you are um, able to, to express things in an exciting way. Love that. Another thing um, that is absolutely great about the divine feminine Aries you love to problem solve some of us we have to we have to do it it's a coping mechanism all of us need to take on but you love to do it and you're good at it and so not only are you good at problem solving you're good at explaining things in an exciting way so what I want you to focus on here is I want to say that this ties into your mission and to your life purpose and I want you to pay attention to how you can change the world by solving problems because you love to do it Um, and um, I mentioned earlier you want to pay attention to To what degree are you taking on other people's problems, especially when it comes to intimate relationships and dealing with your divine counterpart? But for the most part, this this kind of gives you insight to what your mission and life purpose is. And you're going to problem solve in all of the areas in your life. So for some of you, if you're in healthcare, if you're in the education system, if you're in IT and tech, um, you know, on your job or in the home and in relationships, you're able to troubleshoot. Okay. Um, Another thing about Divine Feminine Aries is you are generous with your time. You're generous with your money, you're generous with your counsel, and you're generous with your sympathy. And I want to end it on such a beautiful note, but pay attention to, you know, you're generous with your time. Is it um, higher self um, time that you're giving, you're giving your time to, or is it negative? Okay. Um, With your money, same thing, with your counsel and your sympathy, and yeah, if you're giving sympathy to the wrong things or showing sympathy, you know, like let's say if someone is a, a repeat DUI offender, you know, is it healthy for you to be generous with your sympathy in that situation? I remember one time uh, one of my brother's friends loved this guy to pieces he was um and I would see him at the gym and I remember he my brother told me he got into his third DUI I saw him at the gym he comes over and makes sure you know I'm doing okay and very friendly and he tells me he's like I had my third DUI and I said you know um 
you know I really care about you I was like I want to feel bad for you but I was like I really need you to stop having these DUIs because I said can you imagine if I had come into the gym and they told me that my friend passed away because he was in a DUI it's like that would break my heart and the look on his face but it went home it's like Learn to be generous with your sympathy, but pay attention to what you're being sympathetic to. Another thing that's great about you, Divine Feminine Aries, is that you give straightforward answers. Okay? And you're vivacious. I love that. I hope you get the chance to maybe Google these words and go back and listen to it and Google some of the words that are in there. But vivacious is like vibrant full of life this is why you're divine masculine and this is why people are drawn to you because you have vibrancy about you vivaciousness you're active you're one of those women where you're always on the go love that about you okay you have a component of being mischievous i love mischievous people it's very complimentary to my personality i'm more laid back and chill but i love having mischievous people around me and it does bring out the playful mischievous side in in me i love that okay another thing is your sensual so when it comes to to intimate relationships when you talk about sensual now you're going into the five senses you know, and I think that's why you make such an exciting lover because <clears throat> the rest of us can be one dimensional, you know, but you take it to the level where you you focus on what they're hearing, what they're tasting, what they're smelling, what they're, the, the, the touch, right? Um, so five senses, you pay attention to what they're seeing, they're smelling, they're tasting, they're hearing and feeling right and so now when you're talking about being on a date and the candles are lit so it smells good the food tastes good you have the satin sheets and you have the music going that sense you embody sensuality and that is a very beautiful divine feminine trait to have so kudos to you to that and the last one here is you're fascinating I want you to just know that you are a fascinating person and that this is what you can use to draw your masculine in and know that you're worthy of the chase because you are a fascinating person. I know I'm fascinated with all of the things I've learned about you here and it's definitely been fun sharing these characteristics about you. Know that you're worth the chase and stop the chasing. Stop the chasing and know you're worth the chase for all of the beautiful things we just talked about here. All right, so I hope this was fun for you, and I hope that this is something you can take with you. Um, Yeah, take care. Bye.